Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom. Good evening and blessings to all of you out there in radio land, blog talk land, cyberspace, from wherever you're tuning in. We give God all the praise, the glory, and the honor, and we're so thankful that you have joined in with us on tonight. Well, as you know, this is Thursday night. It's Kingdom Empowerment Night, and every Thursday night we allow um, the Lord to use a different minister to encourage you in your journey with him. And tonight we have a phenomenal guest. He is a true man of valor, a mighty man of God, and just an awesome man in the Lord. We have Elder Arthur Ivy with us. Good evening, sir. Good evening, and thank you for that nice introduction. Amen, amen. Well, I meant every word of it. You are awesome in the Lord. So tell us a little bit about yourself so that our audience can um, get to know you a little bit. Well, uh, there's not a whole lot to say about me, but there are a few things. And I grew up in the country, so I'm I'm sort of a country guy. Uh, coming out of Mississippi, as a matter of fact, all the way to uh, Las Vegas, and um, I was I lived in St. Louis for quite some time. And after I graduated out of school, I uh, was in the military for uh, 24 years, and oh, wow. that's uh, that was quite an experience. So I traveled quite a bit during this time. Uh, I wasn't always. Uh, you know, giving my life unto God as I am now. But he took me through some things and uh, turned me around. As we all know, that there, there come a time in your life when you just have to turn around and uh, see what the Lord mm-hmm. is showing you. Yeah. Amen, amen. Well, being in the military, um, I'm sure, was quite an eye-opener. And I would imagine that might have had just a little bit to do with your seeking the Lord in your life? It, it has a lot. You know, being being in the military, uh, taking you to different countries and different places and meeting all kinds of different people, and you, you learn a lot of different cultures, and there, there comes a time when you just want to uh, find something. You know, I was at that time, I was looking for something, but I couldn't exactly... Uh, put my hand on what I was looking for. And uh, my grandmother, I praise God for her. She's with the Lord now. Uh, she was a praying woman. And uh, no matter where I was, uh, she always would ask me when I called home, have I been to church? You know, and at the time, you know, I I didn't understand that I am the church now. I was the church then, but I didn't understand that term. Until now, I grew into that. But she would always ask me, are you going to church? Are you attending church? And, and of course, you know, I, I didn't say I always told the truth, but I always told her, yes, I was going to church. <laughs> Amen. Thank God for those praying grandmothers, huh? Oh, oh praise God for her, you know. And it, she was such a blessing in my life. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I know I was seeking the Lord for my life. You know, even though I didn't know at the time, you know, God was who I was really uh, searching for. But it took me a while. So how how did you come into the realization that God was the missing piece in your life, that that you were yearning for? You know, being being in the military because of of, of the lifestyle there and, and, and the people that you meet or involve yourself with, you know, we get involved in all manner of things. But, you know, when, you, when you're when searching for that peace or happiness or joy or whatever it is, and you just can't put your hand on it, you know, even though at, at the time I did attend church, you know, uh, everywhere I went, I attend. But there was still something missing. You know, you, you can attend church, but you, you're not really in church. 
Uh, you can be uh, hearing a word, but you're not really hearing a word. You know, uh, until I came here, uh, well, it's been over 20-something years ago, you know, and, and that's when I really, really began to find out, you know, about God. Uh, uh, my pastor now, you know, I, I remember uh, of all the, the churches I went to, and uh, a lot of places, you know, people, they sugarcoat a lot of things. I mean, I hear what they're saying, but it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't what I wanted to hear, you know. And what I wanted to hear was the truth. And mm-hmm. I, I can say I truly uh, and thank God for my pastor right now that when I first heard him speak, you know, it, it was something that just pierced my heart. I mean, it, it, it was like he was just talking directly to me and telling me all about what I was looking for, what I was doing, where I was going, and and I knew right then that was for me, you know. And uh, I'm just so grateful and thankful, you know, for him, how he has influenced my life and how he has grown me up, you know, to be the person that I am today, you know, by, by being an example and walking out front, living a life before me and showing me what it is to be a man of God. Isn't it amazing how God can find you right where you are? I mean, who would have thought that you would have found the realness of God in a place like Las Vegas, you know, where everybody calls it Sin City and it's got all of these negative connotations around it. However, this was the place that God would have you to come to plant you to for you to learn of him. That's amazing to me. It is. It is, you know, and, and I always thought, uh, I don't know, I, I chose this place after I retired at the military to come back and live because of the weather. I, 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 didn't, I couldn't stand mm-hmm. cold weather. I never liked cold weather. Mm-hmm. And the hot I can deal with. But it, it is amazing how God would bring me to this place. You know, even though um, I, I would say the things that I wanted to do and what I was pursuing after, you know, it, it was God all along, you know, and, and I come to learn to find out for myself, you know, that God is real. And and he is the reward of those who diligently seek him. You know, I, I'm, yeah. I've been in some, some tough spot out there, some crazy things. But, you know, God is so faithful. He's so faithful. Mm-hmm. And, and he has mm-hmm. kept me through some some dangerous signs, some dangerous situations, you know, um, being in Vietnam and, and, and other places, you know, it was just, uh, it had to be the hand of God and, and the prayers yeah. of the saints, I would say, you know. Mm. Again, thank God for those grandmothers <laughs> that yes, are on indeed. their knees and on their face. Oh, my Constantly. goodness. So Constantly. now, so um, bring us kind of up to speed on where you are now. Now, you found the Lord. Well, he wasn't lost, but you developed a more um, intimate relationship with the Lord once you moved here to Las Vegas. How did you transition into ministry once you got here? Well, you know, I, I, to be honest, I, I think I truly owe that to, I say, the prayers of my grandmother and the saints, and 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 I owe it to my pastor, Dante Atkinson, you know, because when I first came here, even though I was seeking a place to worship, I was seeking a place to to belong, you know, and and when I first saw him and saw how he did things. Uh, I know even though it was a small church, even though the congregation wasn't that big at the time, uh, I, I saw him come in, and it was like he was doing everything. I mean, from the cleaning, cleaning up, sweeping up, mopping, and, and, and I used to come in just to sit in Bible study and, and, and watch him as he cleaned the church and do this, and I kept saying to myself, I said, Lord, I said this man needs some help. You know, I mean, wow. he's preaching, he's teaching the word, he's doing this, doing it, and all I could think of was, you know, he needs some help, you know. But then yeah. I, I didn't know how to really at the time to approach him and say, well, you know what, mm-hmm. you want me to do this or whatever and stuff. But I just prayed, you know, that God would send him some help. And 
you know, as time went on, lo and behold, I guess he sent me, you know, <laughs> to help. <laughs> you were the help. You were praying for help, and you were the help, huh? Yeah. That's... <laughs> so, and and I I've come, you know, just being here and and being in ministry on under his leadership, you know, it it has brought me, you know, up to a point in my life that I even, you know, want even seeking God even the more, you know, for my life and for what he want to do in my life, what he want to do through me and how and how I want, I want to be uh, a willing yielded vessel, you know, that that he can use me to do whatever he want, whatever he asks me to do. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get to that point, you know, where I, where I can say, you know, yes to your will no matter what, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just brought up something, and it just, I laughed at it, but it really resonated in my spirit that so often um, we do just what you did as far as, you know, we can see a need in the body of Christ or even in the church house or wherever and we pray that God would send help or send someone to meet that need without really understanding that that's why you're there, you know, yeah. that he called you to meet that need. Um, and and that's, that's a very, very vital point that you made because I'm sure that, you know, somebody is listening and they're probably doing the same thing that you did. They're praying for help for their pastor or they're praying for help for a situation or for somebody's life, not recognizing that the word of God says that we are that help. You know what I'm saying? We Just as he is our ever-present help, he has called us to be a present help in someone else's life. So yeah, that's, that's a good, good point. It, 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 it is so true, you know, because I, 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 I suppose and I would say, I had no intention of really getting, you know, so deeply involved in ministry, you know, like we find a, a lot of people, you know, just attending church. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, at the time, mm-hmm. I, I wanted somewhere to be. I wanted to learn God, you know, even though I wanted to be used of God. But I, I, I had no idea, you know, that I would get this involved. You know, I, I mm-hmm. just wanted to come and relax and you know, just spend my day there and, mm-hmm. and go home, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and that's it. But God has other plans, and he has other ideas for our life. And, uh, I mean, I'm I'm so thrilled and uh, overjoyed, you know, of how God has, has brought me and how he has used me to this point. And I know there's still more great things in store, you know, for me and for, for all mm-hmm. of those, you know, that belongs to God, those that he has called. You know, we have to be willing to to go that distance with him. Amen, amen. There was something else that you said um, a few moments ago that I'd like to to make note of as well is the fact that, you know, you just kind of wanted to come and spend your time, you know, come to church and go on and, and continue to live your life. And for so many people, they're doing just that. You allow the Lord to step into your life to use you uh, on a completely different level than what you had originally envisioned. But there are so many people that have not come to the the knowledge of the fact that they're not called just to go to church but to be the church. Can you expound on how you came into to knowing that, you know, it it, it had to go beyond just coming in those doors and sitting within four walls because I do know that you are heavily involved in outreach. So how did how did that progression happen in your life? And, and I want to expound on it because I believe in my heart that there are people that are listening that need to, to make that, that transition as well, to stop just coming to, quote, unquote, a building saying they're going to church when God has actually called us to be the temple of the Holy Spirit where he resides and to be the church. And, again, I will say I, I, I was so inspired about what my pastor teaches, and, and that was one of the things that he teaches us, that we are the church. You know, the building that we come to on a Sunday morning, the gathering place, is just a place that we come to uh, worship you know, we bring our praise, our worship, and, 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 and together we worship God. But in here, he said, you know, 
this is housework, he always says. This is housework in here. Mm-hmm. You know, the real church is, is out there in the world, outside mm-hmm. of these four walls. He said, now that's where your ministry is. You know, that's where Jesus was. He was out there. He mm-hmm. was traveling, going here. He was yeah. going there. You know, he was touching people. He was reaching people live. And then people get, began mm-hmm. to follow him, you know, because of who he was and what he did. But, and I, I because our pastor, uh, uh, his influence, his, his, his presence, the way how he does things here, you know, how he inspires to go out and, and to reach the lost, you know. And, and, and that's, that's what Jesus said uh, for us to go unto the nation to make disciples mm-hmm. of nations. So we are supposed mm-hmm. to go out, not just come to the building every Sunday and just sit here and listen to a word. Uh, we are supposed to be that living word. We are supposed to be the word. Uh, as, as our pastor tells us sometimes, we may be the only church that people see. We may be the only Christ that people see, you know, allowing God to use us to live inside of us and be that person that God has called us to be. You know, showing his character, doing doing the things that Jesus did. You know, actually being that church, being that person, being his arm, being his eyes, being his mouthpiece. You know, being that help that somebody need. You know, because he did say that we would do even greater things than he did. Yeah, so we have yeah. to be willing to go out and to reach people and, and let them know that God really loves them, that he really cares mm. about them. Because a lot of people don't think that God even cares or that he even exists, that he don't care about what's happening in the world. But they don't realize that he put the earth in our hands, and it is up to us to have dominion over what he has given us and and, and to, to, to be a master over it, to be a good steward over what he has placed in our hands. So I, I, I'm, I'm just excited about... Uh, what God has me doing, uh, we we uh, I, I, I uh, um, minister to the homeless at time at uh, Salvation Army, which they they had um, closed their funding was out for a while, but now I understand that it's back. So we'll be starting up that ministry again. Uh, I think next month, and also uh, chaplain here at uh, UMC. Uh, I also go there and, you know, pray with the sick and, and just to visit and give them a word of encouragement, a hope, you know, because we know Christ is our hope. Some people have no hope, and we have to be mm-hmm. uh, that hope for them at times. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know uh, many, many years ago we used to do a homeless feeding every other Saturday. And our feedings, um, they were conducted by the uh, the emeritus of the church, and she was the, the mother of us all <laughs> um, mm. in the spirit realm. But she, when we did our feeding, she was very, very big. Um, we, we were not going out there just to give them sandwiches and, and a bottle of water. We, like, actually cooked full meals. We served them hot meals. Um, for the holidays, we served turkey and dressing and stuffing, and you—I mean, you name it—it it was like laid out for them. But I remember when we used to do that, um, how interacting with those that were going through things. I think blessed us maybe as much, if not more, than it blessed the people that we were there to help. How have you found your interaction with um, outreach and with the homeless? How has it affected your life? Well, it, it gives me a, a different uh, outlook on life totally, you know, because I, I can look at my life and say, you know, which we understand that, you know, blessing is not just about stuff and things like that. You know, blessing, a real true blessing is knowing who God is in your life. And, and being mm-hmm. and, and allowing him to use you, uh, we hear our pastor say all the time. You know, we shouldn't pray. You know, uh, uh, just for uh, to be a blessing uh, to, to 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 bless someone, but we we should be praying that God would make us a blessing. You know, that we would mm-hmm. be that blessing for someone else. You know, not it's, it's not just about me myself. You know, cause, because I, I see in my life how does that affect me? Is that God has given me, you know, everything that I need, you know. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I don't have, like, everything that I want, but that's okay. That's that's another thing. 
but God has given me everything that I need. I'm, I don't lack anything, you know, and, and therefore I, I, can, I can do what he tells me to do. You know, I, I, I can be in a position, I'm in a position when God gives me something or when he tells me to bless somebody with something, you know, I, I don't have no reluctance. I can do that, you know, and, 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 and not withhold back, you know, because I found that the more that he used me to bless other people, the more God blessed me. You know, and, and not just mm-hmm. material things. You know, God bless me spiritually. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I thank God for my my health, my well being. You know, uh, yeah. it's just so many things that 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 people are going through these days. You know, and I could look at my life and say, you know what, I have no complaints. I can't complain about a thing because God has truly kept me. You know, in 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 all my ways. You know. Even though at the time I wasn't living right, you know, God still had a hand on my life, and I didn't even know it at the time, you know. But I, I thank God for his mercy and his grace, you know, that he has brought me to this point in my life that I have now become that willing vessel, you know, that, that he can use me, you know, uh, he can trust me, you know. So if if I know if, if I open my hands, you know, that God can always fill it. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I try to live that kind of life where I can always keep my hand open and to always be a blessing to others in, in, in whatever manner that God tells me to, to bless a man. And, and that's what I want to do because I don't want to do it out of his will. You know, mm-hmm. no matter what, I still want to be in the will of God no matter what I do and how I do it. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's vital. You know, as you said that, you know that if your hand is open, God can fill it. I think some people go through so much in life, um, and when they get to a place where God has blessed them, they're so frightened of losing what God has given them that they become a hoarder over it rather than a steward over it. Um, And when I say that, I mean that they want to hold it to themselves and their hands are shut tight. Um, rather than to, as you're saying, allow them to be a blessing unto others, to keep that that flow going. We have to realize and understand that God has created us to be a conduit, that as the the flow of his power flows, it doesn't just come to us for us to hold on to it. It comes to us so that he can get it through us into the lives of others. So, your, what you just said about having your hands always open is vital in what we do in, in our walk with God. And we can never get to that place where we're so afraid to let go that God can't use us. And, and you know, again, as I said, we, we have to understand that we're just called as stewards. You know, it doesn't belong to us. None of it belongs to us. And I think we forget that. We get into that mindset of mine. It's mine, okay? And if if we stop to recognize and understand, if God didn't bless you to open your eyes up this morning, to breathe in air and exhale it, you know, then you're, you're, you're done. You know what I'm saying? So even even our lives don't belong to us. We're just a steward over what he's given us. So it's very encouraging to hear, you know, that you have that mindset of, you know what, Daddy, and God, you know, Father, however you want to address him, he's Daddy to me. He is my father, but he's not just that stern father that, you know, is just there with that strong taskmaster and, you know, do this, do that. He's that loving father. He's that one that I can say daddy, you know, daddy God, and be open. And and we have to have that mindset of, okay, Lord, I thank you that you've allowed me the opportunity to be a steward over what you've given us. I, I've got to, I've had to come to the realization even with my children, with family members and what have you, that they're still, they belong to him before they belong to me. He just used me to birth them out into this earth realm. So as I'm a steward over what he's given me, I still have to go to him with their concern. And that that's for every area of my life. So I, I'm, I'm taking note of what you're saying that, you know, you have to keep your hand open. And it's not open just to receive. 
You know, there are those that are out there that are are preaching the seeker-friendly message, and it's all about you being blessed how God is going to bless you, but they're forgetting to, to put the whole thing together. Even even in Deuteronomy where the Lord said that it is he that gives us the power to obtain wealth, they say that, but they don't finish the verse. The verse says so that his covenant may be established, okay, in the earth realm. So even that ability is not ours. You know what I'm saying? It is to be a steward over what he has given us. So I I, I thank you. Thank you very much for bringing that point out. That's an awesome thing. What I would like to do now is just turn the, the floor over to you and just allow the Lord to use you to deliver whatever he's placed in your heart and the word that he has given you to share with us on tonight. Amen. Amen. Well, amen. First of all, I, I just want to thank you, you know, for allowing me to have this moment, you know, to, to oh, thank speak. Thank the Lord. And, amen. And allow that God to uh, use me. And I give God all the glory and all the praise. And what I really wanted to, what God has been uh, dealing with me about is exactly something that uh, we have been uh, teaching here at uh, New Bethany. And it's, it's about prayer, faith, worship, and praise. And mm. I wanted to talk about tonight, and, and hopefully I'll be able to encourage someone uh, about example of how prayer works and, and when it works and how these things, how prayer and faith and uh, worship and praise, what do they have in common? You know, and, and but first I'd like to say, if you don't have faith, you know, what's the point of praying? You know, if mm. there's no faith, there's no point in praying because you, you, you don't Man. have the faith that what you were asking for is going to come about anyway. You know, so mm. prayer, faith, worship, and praise, you know, they, they all work together. They all work together. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, like Hebrews uh, 11 and 1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. So this scripture give us uh, uh, a good definition of faith. You know, it states how faith is. Faith is believing before you even ask uh, or even speak about something, you already have it. It gives you that mm-hmm. that 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 uh, that hope that you already have what you're asking for or whatever you're mm-hmm. praying about. You, you have that faith that it, that it is already done, you know, because faith, faith is that confidence that, that what mm-hmm. we hope for will, will actually happen. You know, it gives us assurance about the things, things that we cannot see, you know, because if, if, if we already see it, you know, what's the point of hoping for it? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I need that divinely implanted principle of inward confidence, assurance, and trust. And reliance in God, and that all He says, you know, everything that God tells me, whatever He says about me, I have to have that confidence that what He has said and what He is saying, it is true, and it will come to mm-hmm. pass. You know, so, what do we do? Uh, who do we turn to when we're faced uh, with the decision to make? Uh, when our back is up against the wall, you know. We can we can we can get ourselves in all kind of trouble uh, just by being obedient to God, you know. And mm-hmm. I take this example out of Second uh, Kings, the uh, the 18th chapter, and verses uh, five through seven. I'm gonna read it, and and it says this: It says, Hezekiah, Hezekiah, trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel, said there was no one like him among all the kings of Judah either before or after his time. So he remained faithful to the Lord in everything, and he carefully obeyed all the commandments the Lord had given Moses. So the Lord was with him, and Hezekiah was successful in everything Mm. he did. Now that sounds familiar, right? That sounds like in Joshua. When God told Joshua, be strong and, and, and very courageous, he told him to be yes. careful to obey all the instruction Moses had given him. 
told him, don't deviate. You know, don't turn to the left or to the right. You know, we told him to study this book, you know, continue to meditate on it day and night, you know, and be sure to obey everything that was written in it, and then he will be prosperous and successful. Mm. And that's the same yeah. thing that Hezekiah, he, he was living that life. But, you know, because you're being obedient to God, because you are living that kind of life, you know, you'll find yourself with your back up against the wall sometimes. You know, like like mm-hmm. in, in, in the case of Hezekiah, because he found himself in a bit of hot, hot water because he refused to pay a tribute uh, to the king of Assyria. So he, he found himself in, in, in a situation where there, there there could be a warfare. Not only a physical warfare was about to take place, but, you know, there's always a spiritual warfare going on, and even mm-hmm. when it's behind the scenes. You know, so so even we we find here in this story about Hezekiah, even after he agreed to pay the tribute, you know, the enemy still wanted his life. He still wanted to yeah. take his kingdom. You know, so how many times has has our faithfulness to God caused our enemy to strike out against us? You know, even when mm. it seems like we're not in, at war, you know, believe me, we are always in a spiritual warfare. Yeah. Now, whether we are obeying God or disobeying God, it don't matter. You know, Satan still wants your life. He's always trying to kill you. And and, and, and the word says a man should always pray. Mm-hmm. Even in the case of Job, Job says, though you slay me, yet will I praise you. Yet. Mm-hmm. Yet will I praise you. So we're going to always be going through some pain, but we have to learn how to pray. You know, we have to learn when to pray and how to pray. You know, even after we're finding this story on Hezekiah again, you know, these are just examples of how he, he prayed and, 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 and what people receive bad news uh, give you some idea of what you should do and how you should react. It said even after Hezekiah had received, you know, that bad news from the uh, Assyrian king, you know, it says here in the, in the 19th chapter, uh, of uh, 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 Second Kings, that after he had received the, the letter, the message from the letter, after he read it, that he took it to the temple of the Lord. You know, he laid everything mm-hmm. out before God. You know, he he showed God. You know, not that God didn't already know. You know, God knows everything. He he sees everything, yeah. so he don't miss nothing. But he took it to God. He took it to him. He took it to the temple. He went up to the temple. And he laid this out. He spread it out before God. Now, this is what we should do with our problem when we run it up against situation. You know, we have to take yeah. it to God, and, and because God is the one who knows exactly what to do. You know, and when we cry out to God, because we are His children, we are His sons and His daughter. You know, He hears us. And that's mm-hmm. when your faith come in. When you when you when you ask God for something, when you pray to God, you already know, already know that you have what you petition Him for. Know in advance, you know that I'm going before the Lord for this. I'm going before the Lord for that. Like when Hezekiah went before the Lord, because he, he saw everybody's about to be slaughtered, so he took he took this letter before the Lord. He took it. He took it to his dad. He took it to his father. You know, and, and and he began to pray. You know, he began to pray like, Lord, you see what they saying about you. Mm. So he he put it back on God. You know, because mm-hmm. this Syrian king, you know, he told him that you know, your God can't do nothing for you. You know, so Hezekiah, mm. he's talking about you. <laughs> you know, he's talking <laughs> about you. So you know, I'm your I'm your people, but he's talking about you. You know, he's saying that you you can't you can't deliver us. You can't save us. Glory. You know, you ain't a Glory. God of your word. You know, so oh. he, he he's talking about God. You know, so it's the same way with us. You know, when the enemy come up against us, you know, he's not really coming up against us. He's coming up against God, even though he want to kill you, but he despises us mm-hmm. because we belong to mm-hmm. God. But it mm. says, you know, when Hezekiah prayed, you know, God heard his prayer, even though God already knew. But sometimes God put us in a situation, you know, to see what we're going to do. Are we going to turn to God? Are we going to go to man? A lot of times yeah. we get in trouble, we, we, we face the situation, and the first person we run to is our pastor, another saint. Mm-hmm. 
you know. Yeah. Like our pastor always tell us, did you go see God first? <laughs> so right. I'm at that stage, yeah. you know, I, I know I know who I need to go to first. You know, if God mm-hmm. tells me to go talk to somebody about it, then I go talk to him. But if I go to God first, he's going to give you an answer. Sometimes he, he don't always give you an answer right then, you know, but in itself, that's an answer. That means you just mm-hmm. sit there and wait until he give you an answer. That's an answer. Mm-hmm. But like with Hezekiah, you know, because sometimes when your back is up against the wall, you, you can be kind of shaken in your faith, you know, a little bit because mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen. But it, but it says that when he prayed, though, and he when he prayed, said that night that the angel of the Lord went out against the uh, Assyrian army, and, and he killed 185 soldiers. 100. They didn't even have to do a thing. They didn't even have to fight the battle. You know, but we are worried about it. You know, it's the same way with our situation, our condition sometimes. You know, we, we be worrying and stressing out, and the battle is not ours always. You know, mm-hmm. and we just go and, uh, to God. Go, go to our Father. You know, let Him handle it. Lay it, lay it out before Him. You know, because if, if we are, if we are sons and daughters of 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 God, and we say we are, and we know that the enemy is going to always come up against you. And like I said before, you know, he, He's not coming up against us. Really, He's coming up against God, because God created you in His image. He created us in His image. You know, to be like him, to act like him, and to say what he's saying, and and the enemy don't like that, so he won't he want to take us out. But we know that the mm-hmm. word of God it, it is so powerful, it is so powerful. Mm-hmm. But when I when, when our life line up with the word of God, and and we are saying what God is saying, you know, there there's some things that we don't even have to pray about. You know, just speak the word. You know, just speak the word. You know. It, it's yeah, like yeah. Uh, uh, the remember the the uh, the model prayer that Jesus gave us in, in Matthew, the sixth chapter. You know, our Father in heaven. You know, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth mm-hmm. as it is. Glory. We had to ask ourselves: Is that our prayer? You know, is mm. that the prayer we're praying? You know, are we praying that His will be done? You know, have, have we made it to that garden? Yes, you know, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Have we made it there? Mm. You know, a lot of, we don't think about that sometimes, you know, when we pray that prayer. You know, may your kingdom come, may your will be done, you know. And yes. we, have to, we have to mean that, no matter what the cost. You know, Jesus said, nevertheless, you know, let thy will be done. You know, so we have mm-hmm. to get, you know, nevertheless, let your will be done. But we have to be willing to go through something. If it calls for us to go through something, we have to go through something. And that's why mm-hmm. we, are, we, we are always praying. That's why a man should always be praying, you know. Amen. We know that the, that the word of God is already settled in heaven, you know. And mm-hmm. I can say, is it settled in me? Is it settled in you? Is that word mm. settled in us? You know, it, it, it's not, you know. If we're not willing to, to do it God's way, you know, there's always someone else that be willing to take your blessing, you know, because I, I see it as if God asks me to do something, you know, no matter what it is, I I, I have to be willing to do that, you know, even mm-hmm. even if, if I say, well, Lord, is there another way? You know, of course there mm-hmm. may be another way, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. he, said, yeah, he, he could tell me anytime, yeah, there's another way, you know, you can do it another way, but uh I won't use you. <laughs> you know, you wow. won't be used. So mm-hmm. somebody else be used. So I have to be willing, you know, to deny myself, you know, and mm. and, and and be willing yeah. to be obedient to whatever God has called me to be, you know. And because that's a blessing, it, it, it's, it's a blessing, and whatever God asks you to do, there's always a blessing. Yes. Whatever He asks you to do. He's already given you the provision, you know. And and a lot of time, I I can say, I, I sometimes I don't think about it, you know, because I I think, well, how am I going to do this, you know? There's it, nothing to it, you know. All we have to do is follow his instruction, you know. He he'll tell you how to do it. If he tell you to mm-hmm. do it, he know that you know how to do it. 
if you don't know how to do it, he's going to show you how to do it. So he's not going to yeah. ask you to do something and knowing that you don't know how to do what he's asking you to do. So our best bet is to just do what he tells us to do, you know, because oh. his word, his word, the word of God is, is so powerful. But I know a lot of times we don't use it like we should. You know, we don't mm-hmm. we don't uh, apply it like we should. Just like, uh, uh, remember the incident with the fig tree with, with Jesus. Uh, we remember what happened to the fig tree when he spoke to it. You know, and, and the disciple came back and they throw it all wither up in and, 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 and this kind of manner, you know. And, and then remember what he said to his disciple about their faith, you know, and about their believing mm-hmm. and not doubting, you know. And he was it's the same way with our situation. You know, we, we can speak to our situation. You know, we, we, can, we can talk to it and, and without doubt. You know, we can pray about it, but we can also speak to that situation. Because the word of mm-hmm. God is, is, is so powerful. You know, we have, he has given us dominion over it. We just have to use that. We have to know how to use it. Because it says in the words that the word of God is even now, you even in your mouth. You know. Yeah. And another example is, is, is when uh, uh, in, in, in Mark, uh, when Jesus was about to enter into uh, Jerusalem, and, and he sent his disciple on a little errand, a mission, you know. And so the disciple went. Uh, they didn't question him when he asked him about going to get the coat and 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 the, uh, the donkey um, and and bring him back. You know, he just told them, you know, to go and get it. And if somebody asked them what were they doing with it, just tell them that the master had need of it. So uh-huh. the word, the word that Jesus had spoken to them, it, it it had already when he spoke it. The word had already left before the disciple did. The word was already there. It went ahead of them. So when they did get uh-huh. there, and 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 when they when they was confronted about what they was doing, all they did was repeat what Jesus had told them. The word. Yeah. He, he just Amen. Yes. And, and everything went just like he said. And we have to learn to do that. You know, we we have to learn to say what God is saying, and we have to learn to speak His word. The way that he speaks his word, and and not try to to uh, as our pastor, we don't we don't sugarcoat it, <laughs> you know. Just just mm-hmm. put the truth mm-hmm. out there. Let the truth be what the truth is, you know. Mm-hmm. So so the disciples they they allow you know that word that was spoken to them to 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 precede them, to go before them, you know. So the word had already made the way. All they had to do is go and, and obey it. You know, because the word has already reached that destination ahead of us. It's the same with us today. If God speak a word in our life, just go. You know, if he said go, go. Amen. Because his word has already made the way for you to go. You know. So even though they went, because, and they also, like I said, the the word says that the word is even now, even in your mouth. You see, they carried mm-hmm. the word with them when they went because they spoke the word again, you know, about their master had need of that coat. So they spoke the word. They had the word with them, you know. And what God, what God, he said, whatever we loose on earth is already loose in heaven. You know, whatever yeah. we bind on earth is already bind in heaven. You know, it's already bound. So it's just a matter of us speaking the word of God, if we learn how to uh, yield ourselves to the word of God, yield ourselves, you know, to his direction, his command, and, and be obedient, you know, be willing to, to make that sacrifice, you know, then we whatever we do, whatever we are doing, you know, God will do the rest. So we have to be a people that is ready to do what God is saying to do. You know, like God said, he said his word would not return unto him void. You know, that Amen. it would send yeah. it out to do. So when we speak in his word, you know, we have to remember that we are speaking his word, and we know that his word don't return to him void. So when we're in prayer, we have to speak his word. When we're in praise, you know, when we're in worship, you know, we must say what God is saying. 
You know, mm-hmm. we must whatever he commands us to do, we must be willing to do what he says do. You know, and Jesus, Jesus put it this way. He said, I only say what my fathers say. I only yes. say what I see my fathers do. Mm-hmm. When are we going to get there? You know, as a body of Christ, you know, when are we going to get mm-hmm. there? When are we, you know, are, are we going to only do what God tells us to do? Are we only going to say what he's what he's saying, what he tells us to say? You know, a lot of times we don't, because a lot of times we we will add to what God is saying, or we'll take away, mm. or we'll take away. Yeah. instead of just saying exactly what God say. You know, and and by doing so, if we just say what God's saying, no matter what the circumstances, you know, that's where your blessing come in. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it's a funny thing how you can you can be suffering or going through something, but at the same time, God can be blessing you. You know, I I I, I can speak for my life personally, because sometimes when I be going through something, you know, and and I know for a fact, you know, I don't like this whatever it is that happened to me. I don't like it, but I know that mm-hmm. in the end, see, there's something in me that God want to get out of me. Or uh, there's something mm. that God is working on, or He's trying to put something in me, and and I don't want to fight it. You know, I I want to be willing to let Him do what He want to do. You know, even though yes. it's hurting, even though it's hurting. You know, and Pastor Taylor sometimes he said sometimes you got to be hurt in order to be helped. So sometimes Amen. God has to yes. hurt us. You know, in, in order to help us. You know. I, I guess it's like when they say how, how, the, how the diamonds come about, you know, about all that pressure, you know. Mm-hmm. So in order, in mm-hmm. order to get that out, you know, you're you going to have to experience something. You're going to have to go through something. So we have to we have to come to that point. You know, we have to arise, you know. And, and, and I'm just, even in my life right now, you know, I'm, I'm just praying that I could come to that point, you know, where I, I can even do more, you know, where, where where I can arise to that occasion where God can really mm. use me, you know, where I don't be shaken, you know, my faith don't be shaken, where I can, mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I can stand regardless of what, you know. So I, I say to myself, you know, when, when am I going to arise? You know, when am I going to arise and shine, you know? Because we we have to to get up from that that depression and uh, uh, we have to get up from under those circumstances that that have kept us down. You know we have to rise in that life. We have to to shine and be radiant. You know with with the glory of the Lord. So we have to let our let our let our light shine, as they say. You know, and I know my my uh, a few days ago when we was in a meeting. And, and these these words that really stuck with me, you know, because he was talking about how we can be going around doing a lot of good things, you know, and and that's 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 not a bad thing to be doing a good thing, you know, it's a good thing. But he said, but is that God good? Is this mm-hmm. is it God's good? You know, mm-hmm. and and I thought, man, how many times have I said that I, I did a good thing? You know, without first asking God's permission, or without seeking His face in prayer about it, you know, and so I had to ask myself that question. You know, so am am I really involved? You know, in in, in what God is doing, or am I just you know doing a good thing sometimes? So now, hmm. since then, I, I I every time something comes up, I I really think about it. You know, man, should mm-hmm. I help this person or not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you want you want to be in God's will. You know, no matter yes. what the situation is, you know, no matter how bad another person may, may be hurting about something, but you still want to be in God's will. You know, regardless. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I think the point that He was making to us is that you know we can do a lot of good things. You know, mm-hmm. but is that the thing that God wants us to do? You know, just mm-hmm. because it seems uh, good and, and right for me to do, you know. Does it mean that I have done God's will because I did it? You know, it it doesn't mean that what we do is is, is evil or anything like that. You know, but it but it still questions me sometimes. What was that? What God wanted me to do? You know, mm-hmm. why did, did I seek His face righteously? 
about this? Mm. Wow. Was it was it God's good or was this just a good thing that I wanted to do? Or was it a good uh, as Pastor put it, was this man's good or was this God good? Because is it wow. God, God's good is always better. That what he, he was making that point that God's good yeah. is always better. You know, Amen. so it makes you want to rethink when we're saying we're doing a good thing. Uh, we did a good thing. Uh, even when someone else say what you did was good, or uh, we have a, uh, 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 I know many people have said, well, I'm a good person. You know, I know I uh-huh. did it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm a good person. I think I'm a good person. But then, you know, after thinking about what he said, you know, the other day, you know, I said, man, I said, man, this is kind of shocking, you know, and you, you know, and you find out, you know, that, <laughs> man, I, I'm, I'm really not a good person, you know. <laughs> I'm oh. not, I said, I'm really not a good person, you know, because the Word of God does say that there's only one good, you know, and, and that's All God, right. you know. So, Amen. I said, man, mm-hmm. that's, that's a hard thing to take. That, man, I'm not a good person, you know, but then. But you know, he, he he let us know, you know, that, that the good that people may see within us or anybody, you know, it is not my good, you know. It's God's good. You know, it is God's good they see. It's not mine, you know. And uh-huh. and if I, if at any time I can accept, you know, the fact that somebody oh, you're a good person and if I accept that, you know, I said, Man, now now at the point I said, Man, I'm still in I'm still in God's glory. You know, it, it's not me. You know, I so I it's hard now to say that, man, I'm a good person. I can't say that. <laughs> it's, it's all God's good. Mm. But, you know, and, and, and that's where our praise and our worship, you know, and our prayer comes in, you know. Because God mm-hmm. has to get all the glory. You know, there, there's nothing Amen. that I can do on my own because I don't have it in me, you know, to do what's right. You know, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's only by the grace of God, you know, that I do what I do and that I am what I am. And I just give God glory, you know. It has, uh, you know, it, 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 it's truly is a blessing to know, you know, that God can use you if you are willing, you know. And because he has given us a free will. And we have that free will, and we can do whatever we like at any time we like, you know, because mm-hmm. the, the, world, the world can't see, you know, how things have changed in, in, in the world. Because not only are we, we kicking God out of everything in our society, you know, we're we trying to kick him out the whole world. We don't have we mm-hmm. don't have nothing to do with but we blame him for everything that happened that we call bad. You know. When when he's given us the authority, when he's given us mm-hmm. the the free will, the free reign to 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 uh be a good steward over what he's given us. You know. But we don't want him in nothing except for when something comes up that we can't handle, then we cry out to him, oh, God, you know, help us, mm. you know. And, and yes. so our, our world really hasn't changed since the time in, 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 in the days of old, the same as the, the, the people, uh, the children of Israel did. When God is good to us, when He's taking care of us, when He's prospering us, you know we 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 are celebrating, we are having a good time. Then then we 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 forget about Him, you know. Mm-hmm. We forget mm-hmm. about Him. We put Him on the back burner. But as soon as something comes, as soon as something comes up against us, then we run. Then we want to pray, you know. But we have mm-hmm. no relationship mm-hmm. with Him, you know. We expect mm-hmm. Him to answer us. We expect Him to uh, to do for us. When we have no relationship with him, we have no fellowship wow. with him. We don't want him in none of our business, you know. And we want to live our life the way we want to live. But as soon as disaster strikes, and we are quick to blame yeah. God for that, we quick yeah. to blame God yeah. for it, you know. Because what people say, well, nothing. If God is God, why did He let it happen? 
you know, if God is God, because he, he knows everything, he can prevent it, you know. But, yeah, because there's a lot of things that before I came to the point where I am now, you know, there's a lot of things that happened in my life personally that I can say, well, Lord, why would you let that happen, you know. But then he didn't. I did. You know, I allowed it to happen. So I see that when when God is in control, when God is in control, everything goes according to his will because he's God, because he knows what is best for us. As in in, uh, Isaiah, uh, uh, Jeremiah, rather, in Jeremiah uh, 29 and 11, when he says, I know the plans that I have for you. Their plans of good and not evil. See, God always has a good plan for us. It is up to us to stay before Him. It is up yeah. to us, you know, to be obedient to Him. He's not going to make mm-hmm. us do anything, you know. But it is it, is His will that we would prosper in all things. It's God's will. It, it is not His will that we have disaster. It's not His will that we walk around unhealthy or sick or whatever. It's not God's will. His will is for us no. to be in good health. His will is for us to be mm-hmm. possible in everything. But we have to be willing to allow God to have control. And, mm-hmm. and we are a people that we want to be in control. We want to be in control of our own life. But in my case, even though I want to be in control, but I have to relinquish that control. <laughs> and I have to put my yeah. hand, my, my whole life is, is in the hand of God. So I mm-hmm. have to be willing to allow him to do what he do. You know, and, 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 and not cry about it when things go don't go my way. You know, mm-hmm. because there was, there was just that thing about what my pastor said about uh, getting involved in what God is doing. And allowing God to do what God does, because mm-hmm. His good is always better. His good is always better. So I'm, I'm, I'm thanking God, you know, that His good is always better than mine. His way is always better than mine, and I just have to be willing and obedient to 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 take whatever comes my way, you know, and and give God all the glory, give God all the praise. You know, and so now it's up to me to be that person that always praying, you know, always stand before mm-hmm. God at all times, you know, not not giving up, not falling down or falling out, you know, not not being uh, that one who's 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 after a while of taking so much you you want to throw in the towel, but you mm-hmm. have to stay there. And, and and allow God to process me. You know, I have to be willing to go through the process. You know, it's, it's, it's not a, uh, I say, a easy life we can say at times, but then it is an easy life if we allow it to be. You know, because the, the, the hardest thing about this is allowing God to take control over my life. In a way, I, I, I just want to thank you for this time of sharing with you, and I pray that you will bless, and I pray that God will bless you. Amen. 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 What an awesome word. Amen. Well, I know definitely my spirit and my soul was definitely encouraged, and you you touched on so much, so much. It, it was really, really a blessing. But most importantly, like you said, when you pray, you have to have the faith to know that your prayers are already answered um, because you're praying the will of God. And and as Pastor um, encourages us all the time, that when we get before God that we sit quietly and listen to him so that we know what it is that we are praying is in his will. Awesome word, my brother, awesome word, and and thank you so much for sharing. 
Thank you so much for sharing. Well, we've got a, a few seconds left in the program, so I'm going to allow you to um, close it out with your closing thoughts to the listeners, and we'll be back again next Thursday night with another <laughs> word from God from another anointed minister of God. Amen. I just pray that everybody will tune in for your next broadcast, and I pray that everyone will be blessed. Uh, and I pray that people has been encouraged. And I just want you to know that God loves you, and he is the one that you have to turn to or you should turn to. And just if you put your life in his hand, I guarantee you, you will find the joy, the peace, the love that you've been looking for. Amen. 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 Bless the Lord. Thank you again, Elder Arthur Ivy. We give God praise for you. God bless. See you guys again next week. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom. 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 Empowered.